In this episode, we're chatting with Laura Matthews from Wildhood Bushkindi in Wollongong, New South Wales, about the hurdles and perks of starting your own wild business. Before we start, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Kabi Kabi and Gubby Gubby people. We honour their song lines and storylines and pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which you are listening to this episode today. Welcome to Raising Wildlings, a podcast about parenting, alternative education and stepping into the wilderness, however that looks, with your family. Each week, we'll be interviewing experts that truly inspire us to answer your parenting and education questions. We'll also be sharing stories from some incredible families that took the leap and are taking the road less travelled. We're your hosts, Vicky and Nikki from Wildlings Forest School. Pop in your headphones, settle in and join us on this next adventure. Hello and welcome to the Raising Wildlings podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Farrell. We would love for you to take a moment, take your phone out of your pocket and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And if at any time in your head today you hear yourself say, yes, we would love for you to take a photo and share it on your socials. Or if you're listening in Spotify, you can actually pause the podcast and then go to the three little dots in the corner and click share and you can choose Instagram and you'll be able to choose to share that directly to Instagram so that when people click on the photo of our podcast, they'll be able to hear the exact quote at the exact timestamp that you pause the podcast. How cool is that? Nature is cool and technology is cool. The two things can be true at the same time. So we'd love to see people experimenting with that. Let me know if it works in the DMs. Let me know if it's not working. Um, but I think that's a really cool feature. Sometimes I just want to, I hear a quote in a podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to share that with someone. And I have to, you know, screenshot where the timestamp is, but now you can actually listen to it straight from there. So cool. Anyway, I digress. Let's hear from Laura Matthews today. Welcome to the show, Laura. How are you today? I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm, um, I need to do a bit of background. Uh, I am a little bit frazzled. I, Paul Lawrence, I'm sitting <laughs> waiting for 15 minutes while I sat on another Zoom link for another podcast that's coming up this time next week. So, <laughs> thank just you. Glad it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, now, actually, before we even start, can you tell us about where you are? Because straight away, I, was like, I need to start the podcast because I want to talk to you about this. This is fantastic. Yeah, I'm sitting in my car because I knew. If I wasn't, I'd have little, I've got a three and one year old, both girls. They're at home with their dad and they would definitely seek me out wherever I am. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in the car. <laughs> For all the parents out there, I can just see you all going, yes genius move <laughs> it's, it's like the refuge for all parents I swear so here I am <laughs> I just came back from soccer training and the amount of parents that were in there with the door shut just with headphones on just getting a moment <laughs> yeah yeah no I hate I hate driving with my kids because they've always been car screamers and still my three-year-old whinges wherever we go but oh, I love going for a drive by myself Funny, isn't it? How as a kid you hated the Sunday drives and as, as an adult now I'm like, oh, so peaceful. It's my it's music, so my podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, and it's such a reality, isn't it? Because um, we're going to start talking. Let's let's backtrack, but I, I want to remind me to come back to how we juggle work as, as mothers and what we do. But can you give us a little bit of background, Laura, about who you are, where you've come from, like BC before children to like 
AC, what you're doing mm-hmm. now after children. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my name's Laura, so I'm almost 30. Um, so before kids, I was a nanny for seven years and I sort of jumped straight out of school and, you know, felt the pressure that they put you under sort of and thought, oh, I need to do something. So I went into doing um, event management, Mm. which is just hilarious because I've always been connected to kids and um, like doing the nannying. So Mm. I was doing that for about seven years and then fell pregnant with my daughter. And um, whilst pregnant, I was um, studying a diploma of early childhood education um, so trying to do that and not really knowing where I was going to take that. I, I knew I'd, I didn't want to be a teacher. I didn't want to work in um, early childhood, daycares, anything like that. So I was just doing it because it, it, it always drew me to it. Children drew me always. So, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. I was a nanny um, and then studying. I wasted, I think I've got a hex of about $40,000, oh. which I don't even use. <laughs> um but I wouldn't but again, have it any can, other way. We can probably all relate to that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pressure you feel coming out of school and they're like quickly straight back in. So yeah. my biggest advice to my kids will be like take a gap year 100% or you'll have a hex debt that you don't even need. Um, but, yeah, and then um, so when I was pregnant, I was doing my diploma and you know how you do the practical go into the centres, do the practical side of it. Mm. Um, I went into one centre and the kids were all going crazy and I was, and I thought, oh, why aren't we going outside yet? I was like, I'm a real outdoorsy person, obviously. Um, and um, they were like, oh, no, it's too windy. And and that was it. that was how it was all week. So it was too hot, too windy, raining. And I was like, oh, mm. when do we go outside? Yeah. <laughs> 23 and, um, degrees. So, so was I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is insane. So that was pretty much the catalyst for me saying, oh, you know, sparked an idea. I thought, oh, I never want my child to go to like they were a great center and everything but I never wanted my child to be stuck inside I wanted I also worked um in another center where they had like full rain suits inside outside like roaming morning tea they had like tools out it was awesome so contrast yeah yeah we I pretty well with my best friend started wildhood she's since moved on to sort of focus on her family she's got a very young family um and yeah, that was it. That sparked the idea. And then we found you guys and we did the intro to Bush Kindy and um, the rest was history. So, yeah, well, I'm about, oh, I think a year and a half in now. Oh. So, yeah. So exciting. So tell us about Wildhood. What do you do? What do you offer? So we offer at the moment two programs. So mm-hmm. I'm a bit, you know, it's a juggle with the small kids that I have. So mm-hmm. we, I, on a Monday we work out of Mount Kira in Wollongong and um, out of a scout land there, which the scouty people are awesome. They Anything goes with them. So I'm so glad to have found them. But we run a bush kindy program. So it's just a three-hour drop-off. Um, and, yeah, we do all the cool, risky, fun things and um, there's no indoor space. So we just whip out a I don't know a slip and slide or build a shelter whatever if it's pouring with rain um, and then on a Thursday I run a nature play group so the same area in the national park and yes yeah, same again it's just um, but family stay so it's for an hour and a half that's for zero to six year olds and yeah we just do messy play it's all nature based so um, you know muddy mud kitchens that sort of thing yeah mm, amazing do you have a family with uh, with Rachel Rose? 
Rachel I don't Nevis. know her children. I just literally yeah. interviewed her last week. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, we wow. do an age play group in Wollongong. I was like, who? Oh, I was like, Laura, no way. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's I so love cool. this little web yeah. that we've created yep. of um, just like-minded people that, I, I mean, it really just comes down to the benefits of nature, I guess. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 100%. And you see it so much, don't you, like in your programs and things, how far the kids come term to term. So it's really rewarding. Yeah. What are some of the, have you got any stories that stick in your mind of um, either progress children have made or fears they've overcome or just seeing them from day one in nature versus, you know, a term later that you'd like to share? Oh, definitely. I've got so many. So um, one time, um, one we, we go on this quite hard bush walk down to sort of a creek mm-hmm. and um the first few times yeah the kids really struggle we have to use like a support rope and everything so yeah oh, they're going wow. backwards and you know it's very rainy and muddy and everything but they're really That's good so um yeah we're well, going down and um yeah the fir- this was in the first term so they were they pretty much got down there and they were like Let, I want to go back and they were like they didn't really know how to play anything mm-hmm. there um, and then last or last term it was, um, a boy pretty much fell into the creek, the same place, um, pretty much up to his neck and it was freezing. It was winter and he got out and he was like, uh, he was like, yep, that's fine. He was like, yep, I can, I can keep playing. And, you know, it was freezing, it was cold. And I was like, come on, we'll go back up. And he's like, no, I can do it. And I just thought, oh, how resilient that is, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then the same, like we're learning about, we're doing a bit about persistence right now, reading a book about it. And um, one boy, oh, he's, yeah, he's, he wears, he's, he's a real bush kindy kid. He wears like board shorts every day through winter, no <laughs> matter what. Oh, it's hilarious. And, but gloves on, he's keeping his hands warm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he's, um, he tripped over he had a little bit of a bloody knee and he doesn't like band-aids he was like no way and then um he he kind of finds it a little bit hard to stick at things more mm-hmm. and um his mum told me the other day that he was at a um a park with like the ninja sort of set up and he was trying to you know attack this one thing he was going going and he finally got up the top and he was like persistence like he he took it from yeah he took it from you know he's been doing a lot of the whittling and um really working hard on his persistence and yeah so that was so nice to hear when she told me about that Mm -hmm. um but yeah little things like that always happening and I've had the same kids for the full four times so they keep coming back which is Mm -hmm. amazing um and yeah they're just so resilient so tough weather doesn't bother them they're just yeah they're doing so good that's so yeah. good. I love because um, you're in this because we have a global audience and I forget this sometimes, but so Laura's in more, I'm going to say southern-ish Australia, so it does get a lot colder than where we are. So I love to hear those stories of that you're still out there. So can you speak to us about what you do? Because I, I I don't believe that there's no such thing as bad weather because there are obviously times. Maybe let, let's talk about there. Have there been times when you have cancelled and then other times when you've been like, you know what? No, we're going to run and the families have been a bit hesitant, but then they've enjoyed their session. Yeah, definitely. I can speak to that with like <laughs> a few different. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I was about to say that's been the biggest barrier. Everyone laughs at me. They're like, oh, what a time to start a nature play. Um, out. No. 
with La Nina and I'm like, you know what? It hasn't even at the start, like when it was really pouring with rain, I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I, you know, parents still going to come, you know, mm. there's, it's also washing all your, you know, resources afterwards, everything's so muddy. Um, but yeah, they still, they, everyone comes every time. Um, but recently there was, it was really windy actually. So super windy, um, the, oh, the the eucalyptus trees were just going crazy and I was like I I was so happy I was like I set up everything and I thought a parent's going to think I'm being dangerous here mm. like we we're out on an open field and I pretty much go I just thought last second I should cancel people are going to judge me for running still whatever um and um everyone still arrived it was so mm. funny and I and I posted on my Instagram, it's cancelled, but everyone still came. Um, and they were and they were like, this is awesome. Like we're doing bubbles and, um, you know, I set up in an area where we're far away from trees and um, but the wind just added so much fun to the day. Mm. Um, and then the same days with, yeah, where it's like it's just been raining for weeks and so muddy, it's just, but it honestly doesn't affect it. You just... Yeah. You just like come up with ideas like a slip and slide, like a mud kitchen that just suit the weather. And um, the parents feel like they, they know that that's their day of um, sort of, I don't know, getting the kids outside for that moment in the day and feeling good about them getting out and pushing themselves. So, yeah. yeah. And when they get out in the morning too and they have that big exertion, there is definitely, as a mother, I have no guilt about them getting on their screens. Exactly. <laughs> having a lazier afternoon when we've been out because they, they are more tired, I think, in that kind of weather because their senses are a bit more overloaded. So, and I love, like you said, you ran, you cancelled because you felt judged, but you wouldn't, you would never run if you weren't safe, would you? Like, like you said, no. you're in an open field. So if a tree fell, that's not the problem. It would have, the sound would be scary, but you're not in danger of a tree falling on you. That's not, it wasn't a danger thing. You were doing it because you were worried people weren't, wouldn't come. So exactly, I love that by being there and turning up, you're showing people and you're showing those children that they're not going to, um, you can't make a good day or bad day based on weather, I think is what I'm trying that's to get. Right. Because otherwise, this year, yeah, half the year, yeah, we bad. wouldn't be running at all. <laughs> yeah, right. stay oh. indoors or else, you know, stay indoors. Like it's the sky is falling when, yeah, exactly. In fact, they get these beautiful experiences, um, and to become more resilient. So I love that you're still doing that. It's fantastic. Oh, I've got so many questions. Where do I start? All right. We, so, Laura, you did our intro to Bush Kindling. A lot of people probably don't know that we offer that. So it's an online course. It's an intro and how to off, run a Bush Kindy, whether you're a childcare centre or whether you're someone like yourself that wants to run something yourself. Um, we That was one of our, we were talking just before we started. I said, right, we've got to hit record. Um, we It was one of the first courses we ever offered online. We'd been practising it for years Um face-to-face and we weren't sure how it would translate. How did the course help you start Wildhood? I know it's a while ago now, so I know it's probably racking your brain a bit, but what what did you find useful in it? Well, just knowing that what we would do, like where we're placed. So we weren't sure, you know, like with ratios, all that. We obviously all stick to ratio. Um but yeah, knowing where we were placed, like and legally making sure we were covered, um, it took a lot of yeah stress out of you know the risk assessments things that you offered in it. 
um, things we didn't know where to start with really um, and just feeling supported by you guys, um, being able to sort of contact you if we needed anything, advice, and we did that on several occasions. Um, and, yeah, having all those documents all done up and then then when we attend our sessions feeling like we've covered ourselves, um, yeah, it gives us a lot of confidence. And um, But I can say I go into a few centres now and they're definitely jealous of the the lack of paperwork that we have to do compared to them, which is quite nice. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I had someone literally comment that this week that we we work and do consults, which is like, oh, you're so lucky you don't have all that observations and whatnot. And we can absolutely do them. Exactly. Um, it's up to you. But our parents don't need them yeah, because they can see the learning and we can, our classes are small, we see them once a week so we can just speak to them if it's been a drop-off as well and tell them what's been happening. But, yeah, I just I just love that. And I love, like, it's just, I just love coming on here and seeing that from this course that we did a couple of years ago now that you are now running your own thing. Like, again, we get this all the time. Why don't you franchise? And, yeah, we could absolutely franchise or license this model. But I want you, I want someone in Wollongong to run their own thing without being influenced or micromanaged by us. Like that's not why we started this business was to go, oh, Laura, your branding's a bit incorrect. Or Well, it's nice to know that the people are, that are doing it are actually so passionate, you know, like, yeah, franchising I feel like goes either way, you know, like talking about restaurants, it's not quite the same thing, but, you know, going to like a restaurant and then going to it when it's been franchised, you're like, oh, this is terrible sort of thing. Like you're like, where's the passion in it? You know? So, yeah, I understand what you say by that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, I, I don't know if it's a women, more women-centred thing or a more values-driven thing, but um, I just, it's not to say we won't ever offer that as, as a possibility, but I, I just don't think... I don't think we will. I don't ever want to say never because yeah. that's bitten me on the butt before too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that would be amazing if you did because then that might give a lot of opportunities to people sitting in the side wings sort of thing, you know, not feeling confident to start their own thing but then going, yeah. oh, this easy option. Yeah, and I think that's a, a different person to someone like yourself that came on as like, no, I know what I want and I know what it looks like and I've got this vision. I just need a little bit of help compared to someone that says, I want what you're doing, which is exactly. a bit different. Yeah. 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 Let's talk to that. How do you manage the juggle and what made you take the leap to, you know, leave a regular job and take the leap and start your own business? Because I think that's a, the biggest objection we get is, oh, I couldn't possibly because, boom, I don't have the time. It's too risky. All, you know, all of the things that people can make. I'm not going to say excuses because some of them are legit. You know, we're moving house. I'm having a baby that they're legit and then there's things that are excuses so what made you take the leap what was it that the, you're like no I'm doing it um I would say providing something for my kids um something that that, that I wanted them to attend um but also wanting to run my own business. Like I'm a very creative person and I always felt like I had itchy feet in any job I ever had. <laughs> I, I just wanted more like creativity and I just feel so fulfilled in that right now. Um, but, yeah, running my own business. And you think, yeah, you think running your own business, you're going to have, you know, 
flexibility and you do absolutely but it is 24 7 Mm. um but you can work it around your kids which is good you know so yeah they go to bed and I I'm on the laptop you know a few nights a week (laughs) but it's it's to the extent I want it so if I want to build the business more I work hard I do more hours but at least you know I'm with my kids all the time Mm. like my youngest is one and we have like a babysitter that comes over that she loves on a Monday and that's it all the other time they're with me. My three-year-old attends all my sessions. So, um, and then my one-year-old will join in when she can. Um, but yeah, I just think the flexibility and the creativity for me. And I think if you really want something, you can make it work no matter what. Mm. Um, yeah, it might cost you more money or whatever, but yeah, you can do it definitely. Oh, I love hearing that. That's exactly why we went into it ourselves. And Mickey and I were talking the other day, like, what would we do if we didn't have wildlings? And I was like, I don't think I can ever work for anyone ever again. Like, I just love the creative freedom, exactly that, the creative freedom, the creative license, the ability to say yes or or no, like, no, I don't want to do that. And so I won't. Take your own risks on things as well, like exactly what we're doing with the kids, take our own risks and go, oh, I like the idea of that or what it, like, whatever it might be, but um that's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting. I get up when I want. And yeah, and like you said, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that I don't work. Like, you know, it's five o'clock here and we're both doing a podcast at, like after a typical nine to five, but I had a sleep in. I lunched yeah. with my colleagues. I've, you know, seen my kids today. It's, yeah, that's right. That's, you know, success to me looks and well, feels like that. So, what, yeah, what would you say success looks like to you um, now in wildhood and then also moving forward? What can you envision? And, you know, knowing that you've got children and knowing that um, your vision may take more time because of the um, the space that you're in right now as a mother. Yeah. Um, I would say the success to me right now is building um, the sessions up in a way that I don't know that they're running really smoothly and um you know I'm getting people coming back and seeing those um seeing the kids improve like term to term in resilience and persistence and um all those you know creativity and imagination and finding fun in nothing you know outdoors you know not toys things like that um and yeah having a good work-life balance really just my kids are so young I still want to be with them all the time so um yeah being able to work at home when they're asleep is just perfect for me so I feel like yeah um I'm hitting all that right now but yeah it's definitely a juggle um but I love it but um yeah, so I'm just the bush kindy, the nature play group, um, and I'm trying to sort of get incursions, which I'm doing right now, flowing smoothly and sort of, you know, booking ahead of time and, yeah. It's exciting. So exciting. Yay. So what then, like on the flip side of that, like that's what success looks like. I know without having heard your story at all that there would have been some I'm not going to call them failures because they're not failures. What have been some of the hurdles that you've had to overcome and or things that you found that are really hard where you've had to really pick yourself up and dust yourself off and go, no, I do still want this, but that was oh, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, definitely La Nina was, that <laughs> yeah. was difficult. We actually also, so we put all this work into building the website, you know, 
doing things we've never done, like building a website. Like I had no idea about that, but building that, launching and doing quite well on our launch and then um, everyone's sick of hearing about it, but COVID and yes. that pretty the much. timing of you, Laura. Oh, yeah, my gosh, I've just realised. Yeah. I've just clicked yeah. when you started. Yeah, so You're our first term. Here. Yeah, yeah, we completely <laughs> booked. We were like booked everything and then COVID hit and they were like, nah, and then we you know, got shut, we were shut down for that term. Mm. Um, I think it was two terms. I can't remember. Yeah, you were a bit hard, got hit harder than us here in Queensland. Yeah, so that was pretty devastating. And But, mm. you know, we just made the most of it. We worked, we improved things, improved the website, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, La Nina was hard. Just, I don't know, the never-ending rain and just the muddy and, oh, we are just sick of it. Mm. Um, and then I would say probably the third thing would be my business partner deciding to leave. So, you know, having someone to bounce off of is so, like, helpful. I don't know, it's like... If something happens, you're like, oh, no, you know, you can work it out together. But, yeah, mm. navigating it on your own is um, some, some, sometimes tricky, yeah. Um, but they are the three things I would say come to mind. Everything else, like parents, families, I've been so lucky with really good people that are attending my sessions, yeah. Can I just say, flipping that, you have created a really successful, beautiful business despite being shut down for over half a year, despite La Nina pretty much ruining, not ruining, but making running an outdoor program really difficult in half a year. Like huge kudos to you and congratulations. What you're offering (laughs) is clearly really special for families to be ready to come back and just waiting for you to open and be there. Yeah, I know. I do feel so lucky about that. You make your luck, Laura. (laughs) You're doing it, obviously doing a good job. (laughs) Well, I just, I feel like this is, this is what I love. I feel like it's my only option. Like you said, I just couldn't imagine going to anything else. So I'm like, I'm pouring, yeah, it's everything into this. I just don't, I don't know. I don't um, see myself anywhere else. So it's Mm -hmm. in my head. I'm like, this is my option. This is what I love. Why would I ever not work as hard as I can to keep it going? Mm. Yeah. I think that's the difference when you know you've found, and it doesn't have to be your own business, but you've, if you found a role when you're sitting at home and you're thinking about these things but you don't hate it, you don't hate that you're, oh, God, I'm thinking about work again. It's like, oh, I've got this creative juices flowing or I'm really excited or inspired. Like That's where you're in your flow, which is. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm literally the opposite to that. I'm like, I love work. I'm like, oh, even if I. Even if it's a muddy day and I have so much to wash, I come home and I'm like, that was great. What a great day. (laughs) I honestly love it. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. What would you say are your strengths and what makes you unique compared to others in the industry or your area? Because one of the things we want to continue to foster here is that we're in a really collaborative industry and there is room for everyone because another one of the objections we get from people wanting to start a wild business is, oh, there's already, you know, there's already someone in Wollongong, you know, Laura's here, or you, you know, Wildlings is already in Brisbane. I'm like, there are 70,000 70, children on the Sunshine Coast alone. Like we service 100, 150 of those children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's room for everyone. So what would you say makes you unique in your strengths um, that A, would your families might not know, but B, might let other people in, not just in your area, but I think people think nature play businesses have to be one way too. Like, do you have a little bit of a, a niche area that you would like to explain that you do? 
Oh, well, I would say um, like in my philosophy, wildhood's philosophy is, is um, sort of creating a childhood connectedness to nature. So one, you know, like a relationship with nature that they can return to in times of anxiety and stress. And that happens throughout our whole life, childhood, you know, at teenagehood, adulthood, um, creating a connection that they can go back to somewhere they can breathe sometimes somewhere they can regather um, like a walk on the beach as an adult to breathe is you know nothing beats that so um, creating a love of nature um, also um, the all weather play is really important to me um, physically for kids running jumping climbing that's you know that's what I love to see my kids doing um, we have ladders um, at our bush kindy and they're just up and down on boulders, trees, everything. And, um, yeah, I really encourage them to do that. And my the rule is I'm not helping you up, but I will help you down. So they, <laughs> they just see where they can get. It's awesome. Um, and, and yeah, and um, I really pair things back because I like to see what the kids come up with and, um, if you find your child sort of is bored all the time, you know, they need a bit more, I don't know, get their brains working. What could we do here? You know, I drop little things in hints, you know, sort of modeling things for them. But um, yeah, I just want them to love nature and always come back to it. And it's free. It's everywhere. It's, you know, it's, yeah, it's the best. So yeah, that, that, that's what I would say my main focus is on. Yeah. Amazing. Do you have any advice or any recommendations for people looking to start their own nature play business? What would you What would you say to you a couple of years ago, if you could If you could know what you know now, yeah, no, I would say nothing I've experienced would ever stop me from starting it. Um, I honestly can't say that anything. I'm pretty glass half full, so um, yeah. if anything, sort of comes at me I'm like okay how can you know you know see the positives in it but um having like a good support system around you too like if you have kids making sure you know your partner is on board um but I would say 100% go for it it's it's so easy to start a nature play group it's you, you don't really need any resources you just have to be out there and having fun and it's that easy and people it's funny that people need that help. You know, they mm. need to remember how to just play in nature, how to just get out the door. And it is a lot of effort to get out the door with kids, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they it's can be it. as messy looking as they, you know, it doesn't matter. They can have holes in their clothes or whatever. It doesn't matter. So no one's judging. Um, but, yeah, there's people everywhere. I personally, um, um, I'm very lucky to um, have families return so I don't often have any spaces available so there is so much room there are so many kids around there are so many families around that I can't service in the Wollongong area so and it's so nice to have other bush kindies nature play groups around to you know I have so many on my Instagram we always chat and yeah. um, it's nice to have yeah a little it bit is. of help and yeah. I love seeing like the industry is just growing and I just I just love it. I can just say my and I know obviously I've got I'm in an echo chamber 
yeah. <laughs> but you know, five years ago, that there wasn't. I couldn't have created an echo chamber if I tried with um, nature play businesses. But no one's having trouble rustling people up. You know, it's because people are yeah. getting it now. They're seeing that it's a more normal thing. They're seeing that we've got these policies and we've got these risk assessments. We've got our ratios. We've got our insurance. Like we're not cowgirls out here just doing it willy nilly yeah. without. Yeah factoring in you know the hazards it's um it's a legitimate industry and gosh it makes me happy to see all these photos of children up trees and in the water and yeah moving just moving yeah. their bodies and connecting I think them. though we just give a lot of credit to kids you know nature play businesses we just we know kids are so much more capable of what we give them credit for so mm. um I'm sort of a parent that you know dead of winter all right you want to go outside you want to you know do you, I know you'll ask me for a jumper if you're cold um and I think we're all a bit like that so um the kids see that and they're so confident when you know we give them the opportunity to do those things um so yeah I don't I just don't think we're as worried (laughs) no I think so maybe maybe that is what it is (laughs) she's a great (laughs) great personality style to go into business (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) uh it's just so uh, it just floats my boat I can't even tell you how much to see like you're out in the wild you're doing it you're yeah yeah you're our vision like literally like when we run our mission it's more nature play businesses more more empowered women creating change in their micro communities so yeah yeah oh well that must oh I can't I can't imagine yeah the the I don't know the the excitement you guys feel about yeah seeing my business and the same sort coming from your course yeah it's absolutely crazy I don't think we could have ever imagined how far and wide reaching it would be so quickly and that's really exciting because I can see that I can see the change and I can see the change you're making in your area and like yeah yeah it's crazy I know it is yay hopefully it'll make kids healthier and happier definitely is even well the kids I'm seeing definitely like some of them go to other daycares and they're like I hate it there like (laughs) so I'm doing boring stuff there like some aren't creative at all and they're like I have to do these like artwork and I hate that and because I'm very like yep do what you want if you don't want to read off you go do right climb that rock whatever do something else so I don't know they just feel free and yeah so it's nice to um, hear that from them. It's quite funny. But isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We had one little boy come up and tug me on the arm. He's like, I have to go to daycare. I can't remember how many days a week. He said, why aren't you open Friday? <laughs> you know, just, I don't want to go to my other kindy. I want to come here all the time. Yeah. Can you open another day? <laughs> oh, that's just. Oh, oh, must get that a lot. I even get that a lot. Can you open on a different day? I'm like, I, I'm stretched to the max right now. But <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah, that's. But I like how wonderful that when when we are ready, you know, if you're not homeschooling, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> for the next twelve years. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you have time for some rapid fire questions, Laura? Yes, definitely. Amazing. All right. What is your favourite book of all time and why? Or what are you currently reading? So I'd have to say I'm not the biggest um, reader. and especially or anything else? I'm a definite podcaster. Um, But I'll just say like in my, in the, you know, nature play area of my business, 
the wild your wild books are really good yes, so yeah good I don't know they give it they give so so much inspiration that's a good place to start if you're thinking about starting a nature play business um but yeah I've I've um have a few of those so yeah they've given me a lot of inspo for sure beautiful conveniently we didn't tee this up before we started we sell those in our shop in case you'd like oh. to buy them anyone I'd love to get I'd love to get Brooke on the podcast, actually, because she used to have her own wild business and then she moved because she saw this gap in the market and now this is what she does for her full-time job. Oh, there you go. And she does well. Yeah. On that, do you have any, if you're not reading, and I know, again, where you're at as a, you're running a business with small children, probably no time to do these things. Do you have any other podcasts (laughs) you'd recommend or, you know, what do you do in your downtime? I definitely listen to podcasts. So I definitely listen to this one a lot. Um, <laughs> what else do I listen to? Oh, you know, it's not even very connected to this, but I love birth. So I'm very interested in that. So, yeah, Australian birth stories, beyond the bump, that sort of thing. And I used to be into like true crime, uh, real crime, but since having kids, I've backed off that a bit now. <laughs> it's a bit. A little bit more sensitive. Yeah. yeah, I'm a bit more, you know, too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have a special spot around Wollongong or what do you do to reset? It doesn't have to be a nature place, um, but or what do you? where do you go? What do you do to reset after a tough day? Oh, um, it's funny. I really like cleaning, so I often oh, <laughs> like one if of I'm those really... unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I um, feel it like it's therapeutic. I don't know that's like a big, you know, stressor for people, you know, when it's like mm. cluttered and kids, you can't help it. It's constant. So I love like putting a podcast on and cleaning, just pottering around doing things. I'm so creative. I love like painting, drawing. I don't have any time for that now, but I definitely get my creativity out in my business. So I'm like always planning things, you know, looking at ideas and inspiration. Yeah, I love so that I have to every now and then create, a, you know, a model for people to, well, not a model, but, you know, here's an invitation and this is what it could look like. Please don't make think you have to make the flower blue and the flower green just because I have done that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that same thing, I still get my creative itch scratched that way as well. Exactly. <laughs> so oh, so oh gosh, it's flower crowns. I'll just have to make one to show everybody. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have to model for the kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so good. Yeah. All right. If you had to choose just one thing to change about the education system, what would it be? Oh, that's 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 a big one for me because I'm going through the process now of thinking my daughter's three. I think I'm going to homeschool her for a little while, um, for the first few years at least, is what I can handle. Welcome I'm sure to it'll turn into a whole. I know. <laughs> I can't get out of it. You know, I'm surrounded by homeschooling families right now, so I'm like, ooh. Um, but tell me more. Well, for me, I literally still have, I'm almost 30 and I still have nightmares about being behind on exams or tests, like um, not tests or exams, um, what are they called? Um, I can't even think what they're called, projects, like assignments, assignments. I literally still have dreams about that where I'm trying to catch up or I don't, I didn't realise there was one due and I'm missing it. And for me, I just, I didn't learn in the school environment um how they wanted me to um so I'd definitely say the pressure um of school I was in an agricultural class one year and um I came last in an assignment and he read them out 
from first to last. Oh, what an asshole. It was horrible. I that know. Is awful. And still that haunts me. Like, um, I, you know, I was, I was sort of the class clown because I was throwing it off. I was like, I don't get this. So I'm going to be the class clown. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm last, whatever. But, you know, did. I was like, stuck. oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's stuck. And I still have those dreams. So definitely the pressure, the exams. Um, Maybe the no shaming. <laughs> God, that's yeah, awful. Yeah. Which, you know what? If, oh, it's awful to think if someone did that to my child, I would die. But, um, yeah, the pressure, it's just too much. It's mm. ridiculous. Yeah. I remember um, once as a teacher, you've just like triggered my, oh, gosh, shit, I did that once. Um, but I stopped. I had just a spelling test, which we all hated doing spelling tests, but we were being made to do spelling tests in year 10. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I did it. And the first time I ever did it, I was like, I just call out your answers. I've got to log these for the, I've got to log these. And it wasn't until someone was like five. I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry. I was like, I'll oh. never make you do that again. I, I didn't, oh, I didn't so think. Funny. And I'm really sorry. Um, well, at least you caught yourself and you didn't realise it. Yeah. And it was, it was only the way that she said it too, because I don't care if you got five or two. It's not about what you got. It's about us improving your score and, and learning that word. I hadn't portrayed that to them yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> and there you go. There's a different perspective, your perspective. You were like, great. But yeah, cool. Like, oh. Let's see if we can get, you know, yeah. see you learn that word by the end of this week. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Sorry to bring that up for you then. <laughs> no, no, it was good. It's good reflection. It's, um, yeah, yeah the, the things you do without thinking. Oh, yeah. Because you, that's yeah. just how they're done. You know, yeah, exactly, and without realizing yeah. the shaming or the guilt that's yeah laid on kids because of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. And where can we find out more about Wildhood? Oh, I I would definitely say my Instagram. Um, so that's just Wildhood Bushkindi and probably my website. Um, but they're the two main things. I have enough time to manage. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any I'll other feel time. You. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe something more in the future, but, yeah, they're the two main ones. <laughs> we just had a marketing <laughs> meeting today and um, our amazing um, Ellen was like, so how do you feel about TikTok? And I was like, oh, my God, oh, I totally get know, it. It's another Every, platform. like, entrepreneurial, like, podcast I listen to, they're like, you've got to be on TikTok. And I'm like, I don't have any time. I don't have time. You know, you always have to have content, different content for everything. And, you're, and I'm like, no way I can do that. There's no, no. way. So. Well, this is how you build a team around you because they're like I'll do it when I'm down there you know we just gosh we have an incredible team but yes I feel you on that this is what I can handle and this is what what we're posting on (laughs) find us here please (laughs) and save me checking five different platforms for your dm (laughs) exactly (laughs) uh thank you so much for coming on and telling your story I think it's so important for people who are interested and want to start their own, whether it's like just one play group and they're just doing it for free because they just want to build a village or whether they're like, you know what, I want to make this my full-time job and a career. They need to know that we all started from no, not nowhere, but not here. Like this wasn't an industry and, and now it is. And now there's places we can go and we can, people we can ask for help, but you can do it. Like we're just human. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to come on because, like you said, there's so many people out there. There's so many kids. There's so many families and there's only so much each business can handle. 
but mm. we're so passionate and we want these kids to be doing these things. So we, yeah, I get lots of people asking even me questions about starting a business or what I'm putting in spray bottles, even random stuff like that. And I'm like, it's the, like, I'm so willing. Yes, this, this, yeah. this, you know? So um, yeah, reach out and ask any one of us. I'm sure we would all help. Definitely. We just want more children outdoors and not just children, yeah. like more mums, more parents, because gosh, I love that feeling of looking out and seeing all these smiling, happy faces out in nature and, and seeing them when they yeah. walk in and just go, <sighs> yeah, it feels and so good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <Yay. laughs> oh, thank you for being part of the, the revolution and part of the change and being a change maker and can't wait to hear more. And if you aren't following Laura at Wildhood Bush Kindy, please give her a follow. If you're in the Wollongong area, join her wait list. Um, you know, people move and move on and move around and, you know, it might not be this term, but I'm sure you get your name on there, you, you might get a space. That's right. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, make sure you tell your partner that the podcast went for three hours and uh, pop your own podcast on have a little time to yourself <laughs> before you go in. <laughs> I know. It's like peak bedtime in like half an hour, so I might just miss that. <laughs> yeah, go for a drive, get yourself something special and... <laughs> You definitely kill me. I'm like, I'm like, my daughter's still, she's, I think, oh, almost 18 months and she's still a breastfeeding maniac. So she's probably like, where's my mother? Where's my chocolate oh. milk for dinner? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you for making the time. And um, I can't wait to hear where you go with Wildhood. With wild. I was going to call you. you Wild Business with Wildhood. Yeah. <laughs> Same sort of thing. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Now, if you're curious about how to start your own wild business like us at Wildlings or Laura at Wildhood Bush Kindy, you can jump onto our website at any time and watch our free masterclass all about the three most common mistakes that people make when they're starting a nature play business and how to avoid them. You can find that at wildlingsforestschool.com forward slash wild business. And who knows, you might watch that masterclass tonight. You could sign up to the course and maybe you could be on our podcast like Laura next year with your own wild business. It is as easy and as quick and as hard as that. Like I'll be honest, it's work. There's obviously work and still doing the course, but the hardest part is making the decision to take the leap. Then all you have to do is start and follow the steps micro step by micro step. Have a think about it. If you're curious, that's wildlingsforestschool.com forward slash wild business. And until then, have a great week and stay wild.